Welcome everyone to episode 90 of Respawn Aim Fire, the world's most kick-ass irreverent gaming podcast. My name is Chad Michael Innist, co-hosting here, Innist, I just said past tense Innist, that's my name today. Uh, I'm co-hosting <laughs> You messed up your with... own name, how disrespectful, Chad. What's your name? What's, what's your name? <laughs> my name's Holden Zapardo. I'm sorry, I'm just so freaking elated today, um, because the New York Times has to issue a correction. <laughs> Has to write an egregious wrong. What are you talking about? Last week's episode, mm-hmm. we failed to mention Beat Saber on my honorable mention list for Game of the Year. Yep, and that's why I'm disowning you, and you're no longer this? allowed on this podcast. You're done. You're right to do that. <laughs> this is an egregious mistake that we have to correct. There was a slight sadness to your voice when I said, and you're right to do that. <laughs> um, I know it I was on up. my list. It was on my list. I just accidentally checked it off instead of something else, so I didn't talk about it. God damn it. You know, I actually... Game, you finish your thing. I'm going to finish my thought. Because I have a beef with you as well. We don't fight on this podcast. I have a we beef, beef with on you this well. podcast. Oh, we, we're going to have a beef. I haven't had a burger in a long time. I want a burger. Okay, well, this here's, is... Here's this the thing. Beef. beef Saber is the greatest. It's the world's Should greatest. Beef Saber? Up beef Saber. <laughs> beef Saber, not a euphemism for penis. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even put that together. But we're going to talk more about Beat Saber and why I love it whenever we talk about Playtime this week, because surprise, I played it some more. Um, I, but, do, I have to put my beef out there, since you put your beef out. But your beef is towards you, and my beef We're not is, allowed to pull our beef out on this podcast. Well, I'm this pulling is a beef family out. affair. <laughs> um, I'm mad at you. I'm so mad why at you. Why are you mad at me? Because you got me this game called Just Beats and Shapes, or Just Shapes and Beats. Just Shapes and Beats. Just Shapes and Beats. And had I played that in 2018, had I played that in 2018, it might have been Game of the Year for me. <laughs> right. It right. might have been game. It might have beaten Hollow Knight. I'm not even kidding. All right, it's amazing. It's we'll get to it with playtime. Pause, pause. Put a pause on that. Put a pause yeah. on that. Mamma mia! <laughs> God damn it! I'm just so fucking elated today. So here's the thing. <laughs> today is one of the greatest days ever because I started it at CrossFit and I got my fourth and fifth muscle up ever. I don't know what that means, but I'm so proud. So for of anyone you. who's not familiar, a muscle up uh, is a incredibly basic gymnastics like if you're a gymnast it's like just like how you pull yourself up to the bar to get your routine started you don't think twice about it but if you're anyone else in the world it's like the fucking peak pinnacle move that (laughs) only the elite athletes can do and i got four and five in my life today i'm working for like specifically dedicating toward this one movement for like six months and you did anyway it's one where you you pull yourself up to the pull-up bar and then push yourself up on top of the pull-up bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't even do um, one of those, so that's amazing. <laughs> well, I got my first one like four weeks ago, but then I was sick for a while. I was like, do I still have these in me? Turns out I fucking do. Anyway, that happened. And then on my way back from CrossFit today, I started blowing up on Twitter. I was like, what's going on on Twitter? What's, what's going on over here? If you're familiar with Kind of Funny Games Daily, we submitted ourselves. Uh, I submitted without whole, knowing I was going to do it. Uh, us for without my permission, up. without my consent, dude. Consent is so 2018. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ, <laughs> that's a lie. Consent is so important. <laughs> oh, don't take my laughter as like sarcasm. That's real. <laughs> that's real. Consent is a real thing, children. <laughs> oh, here's the thing. So then I got a trillion, literally a trillion. I was on my phone all day. Uh, uh, so Squad Up is like, hey, we want to pod- we want to meet up with, with Squad best Up. Friends. People who don't know. I'm saying it right now. Okay. <laughs> we want to meet up with people, best friends, uh, over the internet and have fun and podcast on each other's shows and build a little community there. And turns out, 
so does everyone else in the world. And they've been DMing us and tweeting us. And my life has become Twitter. And it's amazing and stressful and wonderful. And I can't freaking wait. 2019 if, is the year of the guest. So starting on January 20th, we have, we've got them lined up. So I hope you guys like guests on this show. Fun fact, last year was Year of the Dragon. Was it Year of the Dragon? It was Year of the Dragon. I don't know. I think I was born in Year of the Dog. Uh, I don't know what year I was born in. Hey, Siri, what year was I born in? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Siri could answer the question. She probably uh, she, could. She could, but I turned off personal requests on HomePod. She doesn't know anything about me. Yeah, that's probably a smart idea. Um, but, but, yes. So, today, I'm on cloud 11 and a half. That's, like, a big foot. Someone who wears an 11 and a half, that's a big foot. What size shoe do you wear? I wear a 9. I'm a 12 and a half. <laughs> Oh, my God. I have really big feet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry. I was so excited, and I sneezed snot out my nose. <laughs> that um, will happen a few times this podcast, too, although the humidifier is making it better for me, but I might be sneezing and making gross sick noises. Oh, fucking times. gross. Well, tell me yeah. whenever you're going to sneeze. Let me know ahead of time, about 30 seconds ahead of time, so and you I'll can... pour water while you sneeze. <laughs> So if um, you are interested in... Uh, so many people uh, who are new to the podcast will have no idea what that means. You're going to oh, pour water while you It'll make sense. Yeah, it's it's a something you, you stupid just, we start. Just gotta, just gotta I don't know why we do it, but we do it. Um, yeah, so that participation trophy might get like real hard to get now. So for any of you guys who are skating by on, well, let's on let's those... not get ahead of ourselves. Let's not. No, I'm gonna really get. Hatch. I'm gonna get ahead, behind, below. I'm gonna get through myself. All right, all right. I'll be. This. I say, what we should do. I say, about video games. was a great movie. We should talk about video games, because that's what we're here you to do. You know what? I think that's a good idea. Let's let's tease a little bit of what we got coming up. We've got let's Alien tease, Blackout. Let's tease. Oh, shit. No, no, no. We're not going to get to that. we got to tease the future of console gaming. Yeah. As we know it. As we know it. Do you know what that is? It starts that's with an M. M-box. You might think that's Microsoft. Box. Mad, mad box. It's Mad Box. You're right. <laughs> that's the future of console gaming. It is. Um, so We're going we're gonna to talk about all sorts of shit, you guys, as well as what's coming up in 2019 that we're going to buy. With yes. our money, as well as bartering coconut shells <laughs> and, and mongoose bones. <laughs> That's, I'm so fucking happy today. Let's start. We're with six our minutes in and we haven't talked about a single video game. <laughs> um, let's start with that third party news this yeah. week. Starting out with Madbox. Yes. If you guys thought, oh, shit, I can't wait for the Atari VCS machine. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Boy, do we have something for you. 2019 is just the year of shitty consoles. <laughs> well, technically, this machine is coming in well, three uh, years. It's true. Technically, also, the Atari VCS probably also won't come out this year either. So they both that's, have something in common. That's true. Yeah. Although they are slated technically for this summer. <laughs> that's so what, that thing. is very nice for them. Yes. The Project Cars developer, Slightly Mad Studios, is questionably creating oh, a new console is called that why it's called Madbox? Madbox. Oh, okay. This is from Logan Moore at Dual Shockers. Uh, so, Slightly Mad Studio CEO Ian Bell announced at the Madbox, uh, announced the Madbox on Twitter. You guys should go check it out and see what it looks like because it looks like a seriously stupid shiny top hat. Well, there are, f- there are four designs that they showed off. I'm and only looking one at the seriously them... stupid M-shaped top hat. Look at the link below that picture, though, because it has the other ones. And the other ones aren't as bad. But let's talk about the console itself. Okay. Um, so it's apparently coming in three years, is what he's claiming. It's going to be, quote-unquote, the most powerful console ever built. And it will, in three years' time, will be as fast as a PC, like a really fast PC, a year prior. 
It's like, which is kind of like what consoles kind of are. Um, you a little bit. I think it's gonna be a little bit more powerful than a console would be at that point. Um, but his whole thing is gonna be there'll be no exclusive games. It's gonna be an open platform, and it'll work with everything. Uh, it'll work with VR. It'll work with like most VR headsets that exist. Um, then he gets into some ridiculous specs, and he says stuff like it's gonna have VR at 180 frames per second. 90 seconds per eye. Per yeah, 90 seconds per uh, 90 frames per eye, which is not how frames per second works at all. But in that t- tweet, he says he confirmed it with his CTO, the chief technology officer. <laughs> there, um, I am very skeptical of this, just because it'd be weird. Like, for example, when Guerrilla Games said, "Hey, we're going to go from making first-person shooters to RPGs," people went, "What? That's crazy! You can't do that. That's a huge difference so to the crazy. type of games." This is like, hey guys, we make racing simulations. We're gonna make gaming hardware. It's like an even bigger jump. Not only that, but like the most successful racing simulator. It's not though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it did do it it is a very well reviewed game, both of them. Yes. And they are considered to Have be Have I played this game? Is this the one where you're pl- where you're driving across the country? No, that's the crew. That's the crew. That's this right. is crew, two, ex- crew harder. Yeah, this is which I saw the the sales stats on crew two. It did not crew harder than the first oh, one. Oh yeah. no! Yeah. So for all the times we said that, very sorry for those people. Anyway, apparently projects uh, projects Project Cars two also did not do nearly as well. I tried to find the sales data on Project Cars in Cars two. Cars one, the first one, did over two million in sales. That, that was, was an okay movie. Cars two sucked. <laughs> they all sucked. Uh, and then after it got two million, then it went free on Xbox Games with Gold. So it's kind of hard to say its sales after that. But two million in, with, that was within two years. It's pretty good for a racing simulator, I would say. That's not a major franchise like Forza or yeah. Gran Turismo. But then there are no sales data for Project Cars Two, almost at all. I can't find anything. The only thing I found was that in the UK, a week after its launch, it had done. Um, 74% less in physical sales than Project Cars had, which is not great, which leads me to Project Cars 3 is coming out this year. I have a a grand theory. There are two possibilities here. One is that, hey, Project Cars isn't selling well. Let's boost our revenue by making a gaming console, which is a really bad idea. Mm. The other possibility is, hey, let's make a ridiculous statement in the news at the beginning of the year to get attention so we can sell Project Cars 3 with all of that press we got in the beginning of the year. I think it's also a bad way to do it because you're getting really bad press for your company before you talk about your new game coming out because people are not saying... Wow, Madbox is going to be great. They're saying what we're saying, which is that's a really fucking ugly console, and I would never buy it. Any press is good press, bro. Not no, always true. Not always. What's true. weird is looking at this. Like I, kn- Project Cars, the name. Yes, I know that exists. That's the game. I know it. I've known it forever. Looking at box art, the screenshots, and I was like, I don't even fucking remember this game at all. I don't remember seeing a trailer for it, but I know the name. But I, I actually looked into it a lot, and apparently, it really does reach a caliber that other simulation racing racers haven't reached before like apparently like real like stunt drivers and real racers like actually like using this to practice when they use like a steering wheel and that kind of stuff nice. um they're also this is going to hold vr stuff they're also actually really really invested in vr already as a company so it's not the vr stuff like maybe they have an insight into vr because they also make um game engines as well which means they'd have to have some insight into hardware and how yeah. hardware performs, but I'm still not convinced. I think this is 
Um, I don't know. We'll find out what happens, but I'm not convinced. So two things. <clears throat> yes, the initial concept looks stupid as hell. Yeah. But there's some other ones in there that kind of mimic like a cube version of the Nintendo Wii where it's kind of Yeah, like, it does. And then uh, then there's like a PS4 with an Xbox flare wing kind of thing to it. Mm-hmm. Those are cool look looking. Bad. Yeah. Um, but I they all look like probably... concept cars where it's like, that's a cool looking car, but that will never actually You'll be the car that comes street, out. Never see it. Yeah. Um, then uh, they're probably talking about it now saying, oh, yeah, in three years it's going to come out because they've got to build – you're building a console – You've got to get third-party relations. You've got to start talking to other developers to get their shit on your console to make sure it works with them. So they, yeah, they're mm-hmm. mm, they've got they've got a battle. But they've got an uphill climb. They yeah. definitely got an uphill climb. But also they're they're claiming that this is supposed to be the open consoles, which is them kind of saying, "Well, we don't need to do that stuff." They want because... it to fail. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, without them actually saying that, that's basically what they're saying. Right. Um. They they think they're going to take this hands-off approach. And let it be open. Let people come to them. But I'm like, that only works if you're Google. And people are going like, well, this platform is going to be huge because it's Google. So we'll go to that open platform. It doesn't work when you've only sold 2 million copies of your racing simulator. It doesn't have the same pull. Um, Yeah. Let's talk about Persona. Let's talk about Persona, baby. So there have been rumors floating around the world. Mm -hmm. Started by Holden DePardo. He predicted it. That I did Persona 5 and 5s and 5 mm, might be coming. I made a prediction of what I think they are. There are rumors were already Go. there. The rumors were already there. Okay. I made a prediction well, what do you of what think? they are. Tell, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Well, first of all, they had a trailer for Persona 5R. They didn't say what it was. They just said, hey, more details coming March 2019. So that's all we know. But we still have the websites that show Persona 5R, 5M, and 5S. What I think it is... Persona 5R is the revision that's going to be on PlayStation 4 of Persona 5. Persona 5M is going to be a mobile version, very much like Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Pocket, yep. And that version, the mobile version, will be tailored to then work on the Switch, which is Persona 5S. Do you think they're going to do the mobile version again, or do you think they'll just port the PS3 version and just call it Persona 5? Well, if they're making a well, mobile Persona, version... Persona 5S for Switch, but yeah. do you think it'll just be a port of the PS3 or the mobile I honestly version? kind of forgot the PS3 version existed. Yeah, it came out on PS3. I totally forgot about that. And honestly, I think they still might go for the the Switch version simply because... Um, the, the, the mobile version, just because it'll probably be easier to port that over than a PS3 game. Gotcha. With a cell architecture and all that stuff was a mess. Yeah. It'll Do you the... think with the so they've, <clears throat> they've talked about they're going to be talking about they've talked so many talks abouts uh, they're going to be revealing officially what Persona Five R is in March with mm-hmm. more information. Do you think that's when we see Joker as a DLC character coming? I don't know. Um, we'll it's get to this later on, but there's also a a rumor that's going to be a January direct like this week, which is highly plausible. They could announce it then. You have to keep in mind they have five characters to announce for Smash. And they said they're going to do it in a when year's all time. Of them might have been leaked. Yeah, we'll get to that as well. <laughs> well, one of them we know for sure is Joker. And <clears throat> if they're going to do, we'll put it this way, maybe it's going to come out in March. But if they're announcing when he's coming out, and they announce that in March, it's coming out at the end of March or something like that. I don't know. It just seems like they wouldn't then have a lot of time to release the other characters. So I think that they might do Joker probably in like February or something like that. Cool. That's my guess, but. Persona 5R, though, I'm confident is 
PlayStation 4, mobile, and Switch. And none of these, you think, are the Persona fighting game that apparently is a rumor as well. No, it's going to be Persona 5F. Unless oh, it's like Persona 5 shit. Melee or something like that. Oh, shit. Speaking of the biggest cocktease in the world, I know you weren't talking about it, but Alien Blackout was revealed. Today? Yesterday? <laughs> I think it was today. Today, Maybe yesterday. Yeah. It today. was today. Today, the day. It's Monday. Oh, yeah, by the way, recording on Monday. We're starting, I don't know. We're going to put it out tomorrow. Shut up. <laughs> no one Alien would have ever have known if you hadn't said that. It sounds like they recorded this on Monday. What do you guys They're going to be listening to it on Tuesday and be like, it was released yesterday. <laughs> Everyone's going to say that. They always do. <laughs> Alien Blackout. Uh, is apparently <clears throat> similar to Alien Isolation and that you are Ripley's daughter trying to escape the xenomorph, but instead of doing it on consoles, you're going to be doing it on your phone. And that sounds like a yawn and a pass for me. It does. When uh, the article I was reading compared it to Five Nights at Freddy, and I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> don't, nah. Don't need to play that. Better not. Yeah, what a shame. Because li- it's funny, because literally the article's speculating on the rumors like hours before the announcement were like so is this going to be a first person shooter it's going to be announced this year at some point and then like a few hours later it gets announced as a mobile game like this is a huge disappointment yeah like, no wonder it wasn't announced during the game awards <laughs> i was really curious why it wasn't announced during the game awards yeah because like it was trademarked and the twitters popped up yeah for it like right before game awards it makes total sense because it wouldn't have been appealing <laughs> <laughs> nope that'd have been a total letdown after the diablo immortal thing yeah they wanted to avoid after that. that was one of your biggest things you were looking forward to though right because you were like man i really want a good alien game did i say that i, I do i don't remember i said that or not i but think yeah. so and that was our quote of the week that week because i was like hey listen poop could taste good it never will but it has the possibility it's like alien games never will be good they had the possibility but they never will <laughs> yeah i'm not I'm not too excited for Blackout. I'm not going to play it. But, Chad, I want to know what games you did play. Oh, shit. Stellar transition, my good sir. Welcome to Playtime, where we talk about what we played this week. And this is going to go back to Christmas break for me as well, because we didn't talk about that last week because it was just... Sorry, there's an eyelash on my microphone, and I'm trying to pick it up. I'm fucking stoked today. I know. You've said many times. I'm very happy, Chad. I'm very happy for you. So I went home for Christmas. You know, Christmas... (laughs) Lots of nieces. I have six nieces and nephews, all under the age of – most of them are under the age of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them seven. And so it doesn't usually mean a lot of video games. However, we broke out the Switch and brought out Smash Bros. Ultimate, and we played eight-person – actually, we only ever got up to seven. Seven-person uh, Smash Bros. with the kids playing as well. And everyone had a Joy-Con, and we were all on the screen, and it was – fucking batshit crazy couldn't tell what was going on at all sometimes the kids win by not even holding the controller in the right way and dropping it on the ground and all that shit you also play any level too you don't have to just choose just the eight person levels we were no we were just playing on random you could do any level eight person i tell Mm -hmm. you what the fucking game and watch level i hate that level i hate that level the donkey kong level like old school arcade donkey kong level yeah i hate that one too the worst the game and watch one i literally just start getting attacked by the environment and then i'm just i'm like pinballing around everywhere and i'm like i can't even do anything and then donkey kong the platforms are like half the size of you you can't even stand on them and there are a trillion of them. There's a trillion of them. It's crazy. But it was it was a blast. It was an, I mean, obviously it's not like something where you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, this is the ideal way to play this game because you can't tell what's going on, and even if you're good, you could fucking suck. But 
it was so much freaking fun. So I definitely suggest it. In fact, <clears throat> to celebrate my last like weekend here, I'm gonna have a gathering of people. We're gonna do some eight person smash as well. Before you move on, I just want to say, yeah, you I tell abandoned me. Smash officially over Christmas. You break. did. I did. Yes. Oh, because I got it for one reason and one reason only, and that's so that I could play with my brothers and we could play online together. And they died over Christmas break. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not funny. <laughs> Let me sneeze for a second. Okay, hold on. Let me get the water. Let me get the water. Don't sneeze. Oh, that's not a. You don't even know what a sneeze is. No, I felt it coming. I felt like the tingling, and then nothing happened. God damn it! All right, so this is my complaint. I got the games to play with my brothers. I have two brothers. They live in Texas. I'm here in Rhode Island, and I can't play with both of them at the same time. They can't both play online with me. They have to hand the controller back and forth each time. So I can play with Grayson, then I play with Henry. Then I play with Grayson, then I play with Henry. I also Wait, can't I play missed, with... I missed... Uh, sorry, I was pouring water. I missed why you had to play back and forth? Because you, they can't play together online against you. Oh, gotcha, gotcha It's gotcha, a one-at-a-time gotcha. only, which is stupid if you're playing with friends. Like, there's no matchmaking involved. I don't understand why they can't do that. And on top of that, you can't play against CPUs. You can't play against other people online. So it just turns yeah. into a 1v1 against my brother, which is the worst way to play Smash. Like, certain items, if you get, like, if you, if you get one uh, trophy or, like, a... Uh, um, uh, like Pokeball or something like that, and then yeah. he's got now three characters against me, it's done. The whole match is over. And it gets so lopsided so fast, it's just not w- worth playing at all. It is a really bad online experience to the point where it's my biggest disappointment of 2018, hands down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. hold it. Really bummed. They totally messed up online. It's not because it's it's it was ran fine. It ran totally fine. And never Do you want me to call skipping. some, like, just dial up some random Rhode Island numbers and see if they like Smash Brothers and see if they want to come play with you locally? No, it's not. It's not that. It's it's specific my brothers. I wanted to play with my brothers, and I can't. Do you want play me to call them. your dad and convince him to move to Rhode Island? <laughs> no, they'd have to get a second Switch and then get a Nintendo account for my younger brother, and that's how they'd have to do it. And that's stupid. Sounds like you got the plan all ready to go. No, but like, should be, at least in Mario Kart, you can't play against people online with your friends, yeah. but you can at least play against CPUs. It'd yeah. be like saying, let's play Mario Kart, just you and me on a track together. That's fun. It's no. not. It's stupid. I'm sorry. This is your time to, to No, talk that's about okay. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sorry to hear your, uh, your lament for Smash Bros. I'm just really upset about it. Poor I'm very upset. Smash Bros. is dead. That's from Oklahoma. Ah. Um, next up, we played Super Mario Party. Played this with my niece, who was seven. And she actually enjoyed the hell out of it. We played a, a different level. I've only ever played one level on it. It was a thwomp level, and it was not fun. Um, <laughs> I mean, the experience was fun because I was with good people, and I liked it, and we laughed a lot and had a lot of fun. But the game itself, the game board was bad. Mm-hmm. This time we played mm-hmm. one with different, like, fruit, and you had to, there were tunnels to go to different... Anyway, it was a lot, well, lot better designed level, and I had fun with it. I played with my sister and my niece, and then my nephew, who niece was there, he had to play too. He was three, but... He fell asleep halfway through it, and Morgan just had to play two characters instead, which made it really hard for mini games. Uh, but that game was—it's just so fun. It's just so fun. It's not the greatest game in the world, but it's just a ton of fun with the right people. So Smash Party, Smash Mario—what am I talking about? Super Mario Party. You got it. But the hit of the freaking week is Beat Saber. I brought my VR because not I was the Beat year, Saber. just the week. It couldn't have been for the year because we didn't talk about it. Last no, week. I mean with my family, with everyone who was. There. I was just messing with you. I don't appreciate it. I I do appreciate it. I thought it was great. You're fired. <laughs> I'm firing you from your podcast. 
Beat Saber, they saw me doing a video of it online, and my sister's like, I have to play that. I was like, all right, I'm bringing it home. And Mm -hmm. everyone played it. My older sister played it. My mom played it. My dad played it. My uncle played it. Seeing all of them squatting really low to the ground and then taking 10 seconds to come back up from the squat because they were all old and out of shape was wonderfully hilarious. (laughs) And uh, But that game is... So good. We're going to have a little bit of a of an honorable mention discussion here. That game is so good at immersing it's immersing you in that world and you just get into the zone. And I've spent since Christmas uh going after the last couple of trophies and they're things like complete 15 songs on hard without missing a note or S rank 15 songs on hard and then do the same thing for expert. So I've been doing I'm like halfway through all the expert songs now getting on S rank and without missing a note. And it's so freaking good at sucking you in. Your brain just literally becomes a funnel and is just thinking about Beat Saber and these notes flying at your face. And everything else is blocked out. It's the ideal VR experience. And you're just like chopping up things to these amazing tracks. And that's all I ever want to do with the rest of my life now. I will come home from work sometimes and be like, I should go to bed. But also, I should play Beat Saber. Just, I'm just going to do one song. I'm going to get one song on Expert. And then, of course, you're like, miss a note. Okay, got it. I know how to get that note now. Let's restart. And it's a three-minute song, and you just restart, restart, restart. Turns out, 90 minutes goes by. Your dog is dead from thirst on the side of the road. I don't know why he's outside on the road. I was going to ask you. That's a completely different situation. I also don't have a dog. That's why. Anyway, this game is amazing. Sucks your time away. And it's the ideal best VR game get it next up captain toad you bought me captain toad for christmas i did and um you bought it for me because you're like i want to buy you a game that you wouldn't buy for yourself yes. but that you want and also puzzles because i hate puzzles yeah i wanted to get you a puzzle game that you'd actually play <laughs> yes and i am i think i'm halfway through this game uh, i just beat the first boss and mm-hmm. like everything's in a storybook and i'm like yeah. halfway through the pages of the storybook okay so i think i'm halfway uh, and it's great. The puzzles are small and short enough, and there's enough to do there. I like that you like basically have to play the level three times because you play it once to try to get all the little diamonds, mm-hmm. and then you get all the diamonds, and they're like, "Oh, here was the secret objective. You didn't get it." I was like, "Oh fuck!" Play it again for that, and then you got to play the and find the little um little two D pixel toad. Oh, I didn't and, know they had. Those. Have you have you not played this game yet? I we played the demo in the yeah. summer. Um, gotcha. So I yeah, played they that. didn't have pixel toad in the demo. Oh, okay. So Pixel Toad is you play the level again, but there's a tiny little pixelated toad hiding somewhere in the level. <laughs> and you just got to play the level and find him. Once you see him, like, he might be, like, hanging out on the bottom of a tower at the bottom, like, underneath the level. Or he mm-hmm. might be, like, hidden in a little window or in an alcove on one of the puzzles. And you just tap him. And as soon as you find him and tap him, you, you complete Pixel Toad. Uh, so it's kind of like a cool little Where's Waldo. I want to yeah, play this game. Is it, it – so – do you think I would enjoy this game? Because I thought about getting it. I really want to get it. Um, I think you would. I, it's yeah, nowhere I, near the difficulty of The Witness. <laughs> but it's just enough difficulty to keep me invested without making me frustrated. I, I'm not I, going for that game, though, for like difficulty. I'm going for that yeah. because Nintendo puzzles are not about challenging you. They're about making you feel happy. Yeah. And I think that's what this is kind of more going for. I think you could probably beat this game in like three hours, maybe. Oh, is it really that quick? Yeah. Okay. I kind of wish there were more boss battles. If you remember the demo, it had like two levels and then you fight the dragon boss. 
that dragon yeah. boss is the midway boss, like the halfway through the game. Oh, levels. wow, okay. Everything else up there was just levels, but they're really cool levels and mm-hmm. are well designed. Have you gotten any uh, Mario Odyssey levels yet? No. You would definitely know. There, there are levels based on oh, New yeah, Donk City. New Donk City. Yeah. No, I, I, have, I have not as well, Yeah. But I'm glad you're liking it. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Thank you. No problem. Something I didn't like, Spider-Man DLC. Whoa, I did not expect yeah. to hear that. Yeah, we actually talked about this a little bit on the Game of the Year podcast last week. Spider-Man was such a good game. Such but a I, fucking I good like game. disappointed, but didn't like is something didn't else. Like, didn't it wasn't like, like, oh, I didn't live up to my expectations. This is didn't like it. It's one of those things where if somebody plays the entire game, mm-hmm. they're going to be fucking escalated on cloud nine. They're gonna be like, this is amazing. I definitely want to go get this DLC and play it. And <clears throat> my suggestion based on my own personal experience with it would be like, don't do it. You're so high on this game. It's going to be, it's let it live in your memory like that. This is just going to taint it. You feel like because it really tainted your experience of the game. I that's feel that's like bold. Did. That's because bold. what it does is it takes like when you play the game. Yeah. There are some, you know, like monotonous, open world type things yeah where, always yeah, yeah stop a handful of crimes that are a little bit repetitive every um, open world game has that stuff yeah conquer a base and some of them are frustratingly hard or difficult and then the dlc has a main storyline that you can beat for each episode in like 90 minutes and then there's a lot of other content that is just those repetitive missions over and over and it really just takes all the stuff that was kind of well balanced in the first one we're like mm-hmm. oh yeah there are a couple of things that are frustrating but the rest of it's so good but this is just so much tipped in the other direction where there's really good missions and then a lot of other... Do you think like, it would have been better if they stuff. just took those three DLC packages and just really made it one big one instead and more story content, less of the kind of frivolous open world nonsense? Maybe. I also just didn't enjoy the story. Okay. Like they picked... I remember you said about the first part, but it didn't get better. The first part, I was like, you know what? This is pretty good. I'm excited to see where it goes. But then it was just let down after let down. They picked the mm. two most boring villains to focus on, and the whole like mob and mafia. Aspect Do you think it's because they just had everybody in the original game already? No, there are so many more villains. Okay, so many more people to choose from. They probably in that case then just wanted to hold off stuff for the next game. Yeah. They must know if they're making a Spider-Man two at this point or not. There is one really like it's almost worth playing just for this like character progression. Mm-hmm. For one of the main characters in the main game, how she ends up at the end of the game, if you do some of the side missions, you never really see this unless you do the side missions. Uh, how she ends up at the end of the game is something that is so freaking interesting and probably the best part that I'm like looking forward to Spider-Man 2 to see how that plays out afterwards, okay. to see like her progression. Anyway, yeah. yep, if you get Spider-Man... Maybe stay away from the DLC. Unless you're like, I've got to play everything in this now. Holden, that's about everything that I played. You can take Beat Saber and multiply that by like 10 because I played the shit out of that. <laughs> but what did you play? Not nearly as much as you. We'll start with that. You played a lot. Um, I played Red Dead 2, finally, finally got back into that. Do you have more shit to happen in Red Dead 2 with Holden? De- Red Dead 2. Redemption 2 with Holden DePardo? Yes. I have two little stranger stories that I wanted to share that I that I enjoyed that were just totally random and were great. Um, and I also, I'm, I'm staying away from sto- story stuff. At this point, I've said everything I can about the mechanics of the game. Yeah. They're great. Love it. Whatever. Um, story's been awesome so far, too. Um, before we get to stranger stuff, though, I was talking to a customer at work, and they totally ruined the game for me oh did they spoil the end 
things I don't know exactly where in the story they spoiled, but they asked me a question, and the question—it's like I'm not going to say what the question was because I don't want to ruin it for anybody else. But like, Lost has been out for a long time. I'm going to ruin Lost for somebody. It's like what a good show. It's a great show. It's like someone saying, "Oh, you're watching Lost. Have they made it back to the island yet?" Why do people do that? Yeah, it's it's like that, and I'm like, "Why did you just ask me that question? Like, you just ruined it. Thanks, man." Yeah. So I'm really bummed. Um, but I didn't ruin enough that I don't want to keep playing the game. But I definitely know something major that I really wished I didn't know. Yeah, and I'm really bummed. And maybe in a few months, if I'm still, if I still remember this, I'll share what it is. Because I really don't want to ruin it. Because when I heard it, I'm like, God damn it! I, I probably already know what it is because I've spoiled the whole game. For yeah, myself. I'm sure you know what it is. But people who are still playing the game like I am and haven't gotten a chance to play all of it, I don't want to ruin it for them because I'm really enjoying the story. I'm liking the way it's played, playing out. And had this moment that I now know is going to happen came up naturally, I would have been blown away. So. I'm really upset, but... It's those aliens. They're going to come down and blow up the entire world from the core out. <laughs> Two stranger missions that... I love missions. They just were things I just happened upon in the game. One is I was at a bar, and then I walk out of the bar, and this woman goes like, Hey there, like, uh, I need I could use your help with something. And I'm like, sure, why not? And so turns out she's a prostitute. And as nice. I... And I, I'm walking up to the back room with her, and she I go in the room, and there's a guy laying in the bed with a knife stabbed in him and the but the bed just covered in blood and she's like he was being a creep i don't know what to do i stabbed him i'm freaking out you need to help me out so i had to like hide the body <laughs> for see her. in my head i thought she was like a psychopath and be like oh yeah don't mind that guy he was just a terrible person you still want to fuck on the bed next to him no <laughs> <laughs> no she's like panicking and then you have to like hide the body and it was just a total like that could have been a mission in a game yeah but that was just a frivolous just on the cuff just happened the other one um actually in the same town a i just see this guy stumbling and it's like middle of the day and i'm like man he is drunk and then he starts going do you know where my house is and he's trying to like find out where his house is he's like it's the one and he describes it to me and i'm like oh i actually do know where that is and he and they give you little instructions on what direction you could tell him, but you can give him the wrong direction, or you can give him the right Aww. direction. So I gave him the right direction, and then he turns like, "All right, man, thanks." And I just I see him stumble off, and I'm like, "I'm really curious how far Rockstar went with this. They could have just left it there; it would have been awesome." But I followed him, and I went to his home, and I saw him knock at his door, and his wife wouldn't let him in because he was too drunk. And he's like, "I'm not drunk, I'm not drunk," and then he just vomits all over the porch. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have to see any of that; I could have just walked away. But they still went through all of it, and I, I'm shortened it. There was a little bit of a tiff between him and his wife before he vomited. It was awesome, though. It was, it was really funny. It just again, makes the world very believable. That's um, amazing. Still don't want that game, but that's amazing. <laughs> Other game I played, and I got uh, Chad Captain Toad. Chad got me Just Shapes and Beats. And this is why I'm mad at Chad, because had I played this game last year, and he told me maybe I should just buy the game last okay, year. Okay, first of all, I told you how great this game was you, you when did. I played it. You did. I'm just trying to be mad at you. <laughs> I'm trying to scapegoat, all right? And this game is amazing. Good. Holy crap. This game was, like, tailor-made for me. Right? Oh, my I God. I told you. It's all that electronic music. I so yeah, I love electronic music, I love dance music, I love house music, and that's all this is. That the game is avoiding shapes that come up onto the screen bullet um is it bullet hell style? Yeah, bullet hell style. Yeah. Um to the beat of music. And there are boss battles. It's just good music, really good music. It's so well polished and animated. Everything is great. It's everything is so great. It's got such great charm to it. 
I'm not even going to tell you what makes it so charming because you didn't really tell me what made it so charming. And it's really cool just to have the game play out and reveal itself to you. It's yeah. really clever at how it introduces mechanics. You start thinking it's this kind of game. And you're like, this is a good game. I like this kind of game. And then he goes, no, it's not this kind of game. It's <laughs> that kind of game. And you're like, I like that kind of game too. This is a great game too. And then it just keeps going and gets better and better. I get being vague here because I really think this is a game you should just play without really knowing much. Um... I really, I can't believe I never played this game before. I'm so mad at myself, honestly, about yes, this. Yes, this yes, yes. has replaced Boost Two. <gasps> yes. <laughs> so I play Boost Two. It's a, it's an endless runner game on iOS and Android. I really like a lot. I like it a lot because it plays really well with house music and like dance music. I love playing that game to dance music. It's a really simple. Like I'm just gonna play this game and zone out, and listen to music, and play this game. That's now what Just Shapes and Beats is for me. But the music is also a part of the song, which is what makes it so awesome. And to go back to the whole boosting, why this is crazy to me, um, I emailed the creator, Jonathan Landis, of, of Boost 2 when I was like in high school because I loved that game so much. And I told him, yeah. can you please make a version of this game that syncs to the beat of songs? And he never responded to me. But <laughs> um, now Aww. I have a song, a game that that is totally based off of – it's a game that's not a rhythm game. It's, I mean, it's a rhythm game, but it's not a rhythm game. It's also the beat of the song, and it's just fun. It's great. It's lively. Um, if you get seizures, don't play this game because uh, you will definitely. definitely have a seizure. It's the only game I've seen the epilepsy warning that have been like, yeah, this is valid. <laughs> this is very, very valid. By the way, note on that. It says you should, cons should consult your doctor before playing you know, games like that, but a lot of games say that before you play them with a warning of epilepsy and seizures and stuff. Yeah. How would you actually go about that? Would you go to your doctor and be like, hey, I brought my PlayStation and a TV so that you could see like what game this is? And he goes, ah, that one looks Look at all this right. game. Look at the flashes. Should I be looking at that? Should I be looking at that? And the doctor's probably going to go, I don't know, sure, whatever. And now the liabilities in the doctor are not in the company. And that's the yeah, brilliance yeah. of that message. Because yep. the doctor can't actually – no doctor's going to be like, well, I know that this category of game works better for people with epilepsy and seizures than dancing games do or whatever. It's stupid. It's a stupid thing. Anyway, one more game I played this week was Into the Breach. I didn't play a lot of it. Into the Breach won strategy game of the year at the Game Awards. And it is from the guys who made FTL, Faster Than Light. I, again, Side not... note. Yeah. Uh, I follow Dane Deasy now in the GG app, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Oh, we've seen the GG. Yeah, He's right. currently also playing Into the Breach. It is a quite good game. I like it a lot. It is hard, though. It's a very hard strategy game. What's cool about it, though, is that... Um, it's not about winning. It's about surviving. So like, you don't even have to destroy all the enemies to win. You just have to make sure they don't destroy... You don't have to make sure your enemies don't destroy the cities that you're protecting. So a lot of the time it's like, they'll give you a challenge like, hey, make sure that enemy doesn't destroy the city, but also don't kill him. It's a kind of sort of challenge that you like that. And it's really clever how they integrate the environment into your strategy. So like... You might realize that if you throw a bomb in between two guys, it'll push them away from uh, each other, and then they're both away from a city. So you have to kind of think about, like, spatially how your moves will impact other people. So, like, for example, you might have – you might throw a bomb next to a guy, and the guy goes off away from the bomb, but then he might hit one of your guys and then damages your guys. Mm. So you have to be, like, really careful about um, space in a way I haven't quite seen before in a – strategy game like this 
very cool. I, I, I've only played it for like a half hour, but I really, really enjoyed it. It's very clever, and it's randomly generated each level, so that you can't... A strategy game with randomly generated yeah. Whenever, weird. Whenever I would replay a level again, I'm like, oh, this is a different layout. It's a similar style to the map, but, sure. it's, but it's a different layout. Different city layout, different enemies, uh, different layout of the enemies. So I think they kind of set it up and say like, hey, we're going to throw three of this and four of that at you, but then put it anywhere on the map. I don't know how they do it, but it, it actually makes it more strategic because it's more on the cuff and not like, well, he designed it so that if I put a guy over this corner and do, that makes it more fun as well. Yeah. So, cool game. I'm going to play some more of that, hopefully, if I have time. Nice! Where are you playing it? On the Swatch? On the Swatch, yeah. Swatch it up. Swatch, 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 swatch it up. Yeah, I don't think it's available on any of the other consoles. I don't, I don't think, think it's available on the Mad the Mod Modbox Madbox. I know it's definitely available on the Madbox. Absolutely. Gotcha. Yeah, because that game's got it's got VR at 180 frames per second. Of course, it can handle into the breach. <laughs> of course, it can handle into the breach. <laughs> Holden, thanks for telling us what you played. Let's move on with part two of our quest log, where we're going to talk about Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendam, and some fetch quests. So starting with Microsoft. Oh, this is so embarrassing. This is uh, this is. Really unfortunate, but that's okay, because they are poised to make a comeback. Yes. From Dalton Cooper at Game Rant, the headline is, Metacritic says Xbox One had no positively reviewed true exclusives in 2018. That just means it's a game that was only on Xbox. That's really bad. Ouch. To be fair, there also weren't many exclusives. That's true. So, like, it's basically like 0 out of 2 or something like that. Like, it's not... It was, what, Sea of Thieves? Yeah. Save Decay 2? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Ouch. 2019 is going to be better. I mean, Crackdown, I don't know what to expect with that one, honestly. But Gears 5 is coming out this year for them. Yeah. I doubt that will be Ori and the bad. Will of the Wisp 2. That'll be well-reviewed. Ori and we all... the Will of the Wisp. And they have a Game of the Year contender coming out exclusive on their console as well. That's the uh, Gears Pop Edition. That's definitely... That's right. Yeah. That's right. Funko Pop Gears. Yep. That's going to be great. So, I can't wait. I actually, really that actually could be good. Uh, we, we don't know. That could be like the Mario E3, Rabbids thing. It could be. Oh, my God. Mario Rabbids. We need a Mario Rabbids 2 at E3 this year. Um, I really do believe E3 this year is going to be the year that Microsoft starts revealing what some of their first parties they acquired early last oh, year. Yeah. No, like, I don't think so. Because that would, that would require them talking about an next-gen console that you think they'll talk about that I won't. Yeah, they're going to reveal and put on sale this year. They're not doing that. That they're is my prediction. It. I think this might be one of our biggest disagreements in the podcast going forward. Is Will no, Prantine... our biggest disagreement on the podcast so far is Netflix should be on Switch or else it's not a real console. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't need it. That was one of the, the episodes where sitting across from my coffee table looking at you, I was like, I'm going to rip your fucking face off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then our three biggest contentions Ow. are that, Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn, <laughs> that whole thing. Yep. Because um, yep. we just don't see eye to eye on those games at all. If you look into each other's eyes. In 2019 being the year of next gen, and it's not going to happen. Each other's hearts. Sorry. Well, fine. You'll never too far apart. But Microsoft will Did you do watch better. Goofy Movie? Have you never seen the Goofy Movie because you didn't watch Disney shit as a kid? I know of its existence. Are I've you aware the of the beautiful I've music the of Powerline, the Justin Timberlake knockoff? I, I, don't, I don't know that. Oh, now. Holden, eye to eye is the jam it's the oh jam my god i don't have any access to jam. it i'm sorry 
legitimately, while I was in Nashville visiting my best friend, that song came on his speakers, and we both rocked out so hard that I kicked a hole through his front, his living room wall. God, that song's a jam. <laughs> anyway, um, Microsoft ending its all Xbox All Access offer. If you aren't familiar with what this is, you don't listen to us, and you're a bad person. But if you are familiar, thank you. <laughs> Secondly, it's the thing where you could get a, an Xbox on a subscription, basically financing it over time. It came with Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold mm-hmm. as part of that subscription. They are temporarily halting that. I think that was at the end of December they did that. Yeah. Um, but then they're going to roll it out. It was like a pilot test kind of thing they were doing. They're going to roll it out wider, uh, it sounds like, in 2019. So if you were looking to pick up a, an Xbox without having to make a huge commitment up front, I think this might be your year. I'm very curious how this will inform next gen as well, because they did uh, something similar with 360, where they right. offered for $99 down payment and then a subscription for the rest of it, I believe, and that included right. Xbox Live and all that. Um, and people kept speculating, oh, at next box at that time was going to be Xbox One will be available for a subscription on launch. And I'm like, I don't see them doing that, but this time might be a little bit different because they've kind of said, well, we don't really release new consoles like generations anymore. It's just like the new Xbox. So they do start doing that where they say, hey, 2019, you can get an Xbox One S or an Xbox One X at a monthly rate. Why wouldn't they just carry that over to the next generation of consoles? Why not? Maybe. I mean, smartphones are sold that way nowadays. Yeah. It's not unrealistic. It'd get more people to yeah. get them. Microsoft can float the cost if they if you had well, any up if there's right any up end front, cost they had to pay to right up front. There's usually like su- supply constraint issues, and they're mm-hmm. like, if we can make all of our money up front, that's why true. Yeah, them? so at least within the first year or something like that, they'll like. It, I I think they'll still come out um, in like a March time um, in March or something like that. But they might say, hey, from March until holidays, it's yeah. full price, and then like January, February the next year, they say, hey, we're doing a subscription for the rest for the rest of the time. Who knows? I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody but. knows it but me. God, I'm so musical. Somebody should give me money. Sony is up next, and there are some predictions coming out about their next generation shit. Hold yes. you talk. I've talked for a while. Yeah, you're good. So Michael Pachter uh, of uh, Wedbush Analysts, I think. <laughs> Wedbush? Wedbush. I think that's what they're called. Yeah, Wedbush. Um yeah, so he made, he's made a few predictions. We'll actually talk about some of the predictions he made throughout the episode, but this one related to PlayStation 5. He basically said a pretty standard thing. It's going to have uh, 4K, 240 frames per second. It's, that's what the headline says. I don't think that's what he meant. Um, it's a pretty standard prediction, honestly. I, but uh, but what yeah. I think with the article we got this from was uh, also Dalton Cooper, Game Rant. And he was basically saying he might have meant 240 hertz displays. It's going to have support for 240 hertz displays. That makes a lot more sense than 240 frames per second. Yeah. Uh, no PC at that point is going to run at 240 frames per second. Nor would it have to. That's just unnecessary. Yep. So I think he probably just misspoke there. Also, um, good luck finding a TV that outputs at 240 hertz. Yeah, but they're going to future-proof these things, so it'll have it even though... But if they're going to future-proof them, then they're not going to have a reason to have a pro version of the PS5. Maybe they uh-huh. won't need one. Uh-huh. 
Maybe the VR will be their, their next version. Who knows? They'll have like even better VR experience, and they'll just keep pushing it that you way. You put the console on your face. <laughs> There's just a mold you of just, a human face no, on like, the top of the console, and you like, just hold it up to your head? No, it's, like, it's just like the mobile ones. You slide the phone in, you just slide the PS4 into the front of this, <laughs> this headset. That would work great. And it um, comes all with the headgear like you would get for braces yeah, to hold it on. It's kind of front-heavy. I don't like this too much. It's a little front-heavy. <laughs> well, they give you an equally sized and weighted PS4 five to put in the back to counterweight it yeah and then he also says there's gonna be playstation vr support as well extremely safe prediction um the next uh, prediction though comes from mpd also the articles from dalton cooper at game rant keep up the hard work dalton because you're working really hard do it dalton um i just feel like after pull all the stories dalton wrote all these not every do you know dalton spiker the kid who was in my boy scout troop i (laughs) do yes i did yes he was also named dalton this prediction comes from Matt um, Piscatella, who's uh, an MPD analyst, and he's talking about the Sony and Microsoft consoles. He believes that they're going to be announced in 2019 and then will be released in 2020. He's predicting I summer agree with him. Summer announcement 2020 release. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. This is ridiculous. Do you think stupid. they're going to be released on 2020, the news program? Maybe. That's logical. Hold that the sense. door. Hold the door. Hodor. Hodor. Do you think spoilers? Sorry. Do you think you could have just you didn't have to I could have no said one... it, but I didn't. No, shut up. Twenty twenty <laughs> on the no. I was gonna say on February zero with <laughs> February zero with February zero with no. of twenty twenty on twenty twenty on the twentieth month on the twentieth day. No, they're gonna, release, they're gonna release the PlayStation twenty. No, it's not gonna happen. He, I, I think this. All right, I, I am. I, I, it makes more sense to me that, the, that they would announce the consoles in 2019 and release them in 2019. That makes more sense to me than they would announce them in 2019, let the holidays pass, and then release it in 2020. That sounds an unbelievably stupid. I mean, that's exactly what NX slash Switch did. That was different, though. They didn't make a formal announcement on a console. All right, two things. One, the Wii U is already tanking. PlayStation 4 is not mm. tanking. Like, it's still selling really, really well. We don't know how it's going to be doing by this summer. By the summer, it's not going to be doing as well as it was last summer, but that's an expectation yep. um, at this point. It's six years in. So the Wii U wasn't doing well. That's why Nintendo had to say that they were still um, – that they were still um, – they're making a new console because they had to appease um, shareholders. They also had to appear sh- uh, shareholders at that point – appease shareholders at that point because – um, they, at the time, they were announcing a big mobile initiative, so they had to prove that they were still going to be doing hardware going forward. Mm-hmm. Microsoft and Sony are in that kind of position. It would, in this case, Matt Piscatella here, and this is where I'm actually questioning his logic straight up. He's claiming here they're going to do this because of declining sales in the hardware. That's what they're going to announce in 2019 and then release in 2020. But again, what's going to hurt sales more? Just letting 2020, 2019 roll out and then in 2020 announce the new consoles? Or announcing new consoles months before the holiday season when now no one will be inclined to buy the new consoles because they know something else is coming. Here's my rebuttal to that. Okay. Everyone who is, like, going to care about getting a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox 2. Sure. They've got one. Mm Mm-hmm. This holiday season upcoming is not about them. It's about parents being like, oh, PS4 is finally cheap enough for my kid. I can get them something to play. Um, so I don't think they'd be really, if they announced a PS5, I don't think they'd be hurting that market it would at be all. Hurting. I don't think they'd be it hurting the holiday that be. much. Would there be at least one person? Yes. 
there would you're right there definitely gonna, there's gonna be that one mom who's like my son wanted the playstation so i got him one didn't yeah. even know that he really wanted the playstation 5 like that kind of thing will happen people are oblivious obviously but and i'll just say working in retail um i know that people make really uninformed purchasing decisions <laughs> yep but i just think this is like it's not like they're announcing what what I, I'm going to take back what I said, actually. I criticized um, Facebook for the same thing with the Oculus Quest. Why did they announce the Oculus Quest, the the holiday of the first holiday of the Oculus Go? That was really stupid. It's going to hurt the sales of the Oculus Go. And at least speaking from experience in my own store, that was not true. Those things sold out so fast, and we didn't have them for half the holiday season. Business. What was that? I thought you were going to say Facebook went out of business because of it. They did go out of business, yeah. <laughs> no, so, I mean, in that case, it didn't hurt them. But I, I think that consoles get a lot more attention than VR headsets do. VR headsets are a much more of a niche thing. Consoles are becoming yeah. less and less of a niche thing. I think that's why they, they wouldn't be able to get away with it as much. I think that's why they announced the PS4 in February, because they wanted to get the announcement early in the year so they could release in in November. Now, if they do plan on releasing in March, like I believe they, they will do, um, both Microsoft and Sony, I think, will do that, then, yeah, they'll have to announce earlier because they have, I mean, they have to announce, like, in, you know, before the holiday season. Yeah. I guess they'd have to do it that Mikey way. Three. And Nintendo did it, but again, Nintendo didn't have to worry about sales because, because they, they weren't going to they anyway. sell anything anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, just, you're right. I, that sounds right. And then you also agree with me about the release dates of them too in 2019. I don't so. agree with the release dates. Boom. I did not agree with any of that. I'm just, I'm just suspicious. I'm cautious. We'll say that. Cautious. Cautious. Well, you should also be cautious about buying a PlayStation Classic, or you should be upset if you bought one at full price because they I called are it pretty by the much way. everywhere. As soon as it got announced, I called it and said this thing was going to be a flop. They are. Pretty much everywhere, like sixty bucks now. Yeah, that's really embarrassing. Yeah, when they were a hundred. Yes. Um, according to Media Crate, um, they I think this is just data. They usually get their data just for Japan, but I don't think this is just Japan. But they have one hundred thirty thousand PlayStation Classics sold. I think that's international. I mean, you compare that to what Nintendo does with the SNES and NES Classics. Yeah. You know what the difference is? Nintendo put out a product they cared about. It doesn't seem like Sony yeah. cared. And there were just so many things like the emulation being like some of the ROMs were the PAL emulation, which yeah. different frame rates than the North American frame rates. So they don't yep. look good on your TV. Um also does it come with a power adapter? No, because it's USB. Still. So just assume everybody has USB. That's, I mean that's Still. it's not great, but it's commonplace now. I stupid when Nintendo did it with the new three DSs, that was stupid. Yeah. That was so stupid. That was actually even dumber because I was a, not a proprietary connection, but a, it was a uh, far less common cable. Oh, but it's still stupid. stupid to just release any device without a power cable. Why would you do that? Especially mm-hmm. in this case when it has to be plugged into a wall to function. Yes. Si. This si, senor. Bad product. That's Spanish for – let's talk about fetch quests. <laughs> fetch quests. You just Google Translate it right now, like... and Google Translate did a great job of translating okay. as usual. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> what can I say? So Fetch Quest is where we talk about things that are like don't require a lot of discussion, but we just want to kind of mention that they're there. So first of all, new Splinter Cell coming this year predicts industry analysts from Derek Nichols at Game Rant. 
Yeah, that was one of the biggest things missing from E3 that everybody thought was going to happen. There was so much scuttlebutt that it was like, oh, yeah, Splinter Cell's definitely going to be at E3. Well, the character Sam Fisher was in uh, Wildlands, the Ghost Recon That's game. Right. So Ghost there was Recon. All that stuff. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense. It's time. It's been six years since the last game came out. I never played a Splinter Cell game, though. I haven't either. But secondly, this is the first time I'm seeing this headline. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? Yeah, so... Rumor that Witcher 3 is coming to the Nintendo Switch? No. What? There's just no There's way. no way that's true. There's no way. And it's, it's the graphics. Unless they do the chibi art style from, from Final <laughs> Fantasy 15 Pocket. Yeah, exactly. The only thing that makes me go, well, maybe, is that the file size is huge, right? This year, yeah. Nintendo is going to be releasing, apparently, the 64 gigabyte Switch cartridge, which could hold the Witcher 3. But the CPU can't handle it, so no, it the GPUs they can't handle it unless they do a lot to dull it down. But I just don't see it. Let's take out some of the trees and the horses and the characters. And yeah. the we've game. also heard crazier rumors of Switch games, or Switch ports. So we'll see. But here's some official news. These are Ooh. official pieces of news. Half Life Two port slash portal riddle um, riddle. Writer Eric Walpaw is it Walpaw? Yeah, returns to um, to Valve. He's gonna he's there on a contractual basis, and apparently he's actually been there um, since he left as an employee. He just came back as a contractor immediately. Okay. Uh, my mom works in human resources. She hires people for companies for a living. So I asked her, like, hey, if someone's working for a contract, what does that mean? She's like, basically means they're working on a project, and when the project is done, they're gone. So they're yeah. having to work on something. They're having to work on a game, probably. Half-Life 3 Portal Half 3, Life 3 the same game. <laughs> and I think that's a fair assumption, possibly. We'll see. More so Portal than I think Half-Life. I think we'll see Portal over Half-Life. Yeah, I think Half-Life 3 is never going to come out. But Portal 3 could. So yep. this seems like it could happen, likely. And then, and then holding your little wiener went... Hitman yeah, HD collection was announced. So it's going to have blood money and absolution. Yes, no price, but it's coming out January 11th. Coming out, yeah, next week. Yeah, this week. This week. You're a week. You're yeah. a chow. So I'm very excited about that. And then uh, former Hearthstone devs are working on a Marvel game. Yeah, But we know nothing about it. They have a $30 million. They get $30 million in funding from somebody. Um, from Net... NetEase. Yeah, it's like a Chinese company, Which right? Is, they're like basically trying to be the next Tencent. Yeah, so that's cool. Good for them. Uh, let me tell you, ever since Artifact, the mm-hmm. Valve game, card yeah. game came out, I've been like itching, like, oh, maybe I should play a card game again. And then we had Alex on and he was talking about Hearthstone. I was like, oh, God, maybe I should play a Hearth, uh, no, Hearthstone. Don't. If they come out with a Marvel superheroes game under the new Marvel games where everything's good... I'm going to fucking play it. I'm going to fucking play the Like a Marvel card it. game? A Marvel card game? Even if it's on mobile? I mean, ideally it'd be on mobile. Yeah. Shut up. I'm going to play it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll see, but... I'm what I'm curious we're going to find out about? What? Hold if in. Nintendo's going to actually reach the 20 million Nintendo Switch sales goal. 20 I'm curious about that. Million. Now, is this... I can't remember. Is this 20 million in just one fiscal year or 20 million total? 20 million... I feel like they've hit 20 million already, they have, right? Yeah. They're, they surpassed 23 million. Um, yeah, this is 20 million between April 1st, 2018, and March 31st, 2019. Okay. And the CEO, or the president of, I should say, of Nintendo is adamant that because of the momentum of Smash Bros., they will reach the target. I actually think they are. Break going the target! To, they're going to reach the target, I think. Do you remember Break the Targets from Smash Bros.? No. 
the original Smash Bros. It was such a good mini game because nope, like remember. every single target level was like tailored to each character. Mm-hmm. The reason I think that they're going to make this is that the, the sales numbers for December still aren't out yet. But in no, in November, right, 2017 November, they sold like 1.5 million or something like that. And then in November 2018, they did 3.6 million. They did massive, like a huge jump in numbers. 3.6 million is a great month for a console. And that's because Pokemon came at, out. Like up until December, like total on their way to 20 million. Do we know what that number was? That's what I'm getting to. Yeah, so that brought them. Sorry. That brought them just over eleven. Okay. Okay. I think that it's realistic that they could get over five million for December. Yeah, I think so. I think that would make sense if they got three point six in November and then Smash Bros came out. They're gonna get over five million. I think that's honestly being conservative. It could be more than that. That's gonna bring them to um, when I did the math, it was like sixteen million eight hundred and sixty thousand or something like that right so they just a little bit over three three million to get to their goal they have new super mario bros deluxe coming out on friday that's gonna sell a lot of switches new super mario bros u deluxe oh sorry how could it's a different game and then if you look at the slate of games in 2019 there's just a ridiculous amount of games exclusively coming to the switch in 2019 so much so that a lot of these have to come out before march 31st so i'm thinking that no don't go on we'll go on in our main quest no, no, no. These aren't announced games. Okay. Uh, well, like, I'm not talking about what I'm going to buy. I'm just saying Luigi's Mansion, I think it's going to mm. come out before March 31st. I think the Fire Emblem game can come out before March 31st. Either one of those two games can come out before March 31st. Those games will sell Switches. In which case, three million consoles in three months with a Mario game, a Fire Emblem game, and or a Luigi's Mansion game, I think they can cross three million no problem. So I think they're going to reach the 20 million mark. I don't think it's actually that crazy yeah uh i think they're definitely gonna hit them based on residual sales from smash bros and new super mario wii u deluxe Mm -hmm. i don't think luigi's mansion or fire emblem are gonna have a meaningful impact on switch sales fire emblem is a massive seller is a massive seller yeah but it's a massive seller and that's what matters (laughs) (laughs) luigi's mansion not as much so but fire emblem for sure that series is huge right now yeah but i won't buy it so yeah, but you won't doesn't mean that everybody else on the planet won't. Because literally oh, 7 shit. billion people... That's right, people there are other people in this world. <laughs> um, and then I want to talk about what I think is the stupidest story of the week. <laughs> Go for it. The future business uh, future business shift could see Nintendo move away from home console development. Here are the quotes. I'm going to read out all the quotes that are making people think this. Read the quotes, bro. Read the quotes. Again, this is from the Nintendo president. He said these statements. He says, we're in the entertainment industry. There isn't much we can do about that risk. To us, the guiding principle by which we operate is offering customers all around the world innovative and unique ways to play games. So there's that. He's basically saying that we just want to offer good gaming experiences. Because we aren't really fixated on our consoles. At the moment, we're offering the uniquely developed Nintendo Switch and its um, software. And that's what we're um, basing how we deliver the Nintendo experience on. That being said, technology changes. We'll continue to think flexibly about how to deliver that experience as time goes on, saying, hey, Switch is doing really well right now. It might not always. We don't know. We want to keep an eye out. That's what that means. Then he says, in the long term, quote, that's the important part there, in the long term, perhaps our focus, perhaps our focus as a business could shift away from home consoles. Flexibility is just as important as ingenuity. I'd like to increase the amount of games on smartphones that have a continuous stream of revenue. 
This sounds like a very smart businessman who knows exactly what yep. he's talking about. He's basically saying Nintendo's been around for 120 years now, or like 125 years, something ridiculous like that. Um, they didn't always make video game consoles. They stayed that way by adapting. They made trading cards, and they made toys, and then it led to making video game consoles. I think video games will always be a part of their future. I don't see them like, going back to trading cards. That'd be strange. But he's saying, hey, if, if people don't want to buy consoles anymore, and they only want to play games with mobile devices, we need to be ready for that. Yep. That's all he's saying. And, like, this does not apply to Switch 2. I don't even think this applies to Switch 3 or 4. Like, this is not like a in the next 15 years kind of statement. This is long term. This is like. Yeah, it's like, duh. Things could change. Yeah, if consoles really are dead, like everyone's been saying for 20 years, duh, we're going to move out of consoles. But as, like, streaming, game streaming becomes a bigger thing, maybe that does happen where consoles aren't as huge and Nintendo has to shift. So they're just saying, hey, we're aware. We're not going to be arrogant about this. So, like, everyone's freaking out, and I'm like, this made me more comfortable about Nintendo's future than anything that they could have said. Nice. Any thoughts, Chad? I just talked a lot there. Um, no, I, I just think it's a whole lot of nonsense and, and just straight up duh. It's just so I much. Even, I don't even understand why. Obviously, I understand why it's an article because clickbait. But, yeah. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Oh, my God, Nintendo's going to stop making consoles. No, they're not. They like control too much to not have a console. Speaking of control, stay yeah. tuned for our 2019 games we're going to buy. <laughs> <laughs> um, another rumor, a Nintendo Direct planned for next week, which is now actually this week. So, yeah. That's probably going to happen. Just some dude at Game Rant said it? Yeah. No, um, it was... What was it again? I'll put the Instagram article. It was like someone on Twitter... Industry Insider has info saying that they know it's going to be happening, something like that. I'm not looking it up. That's what it was. Um, this is going to be a big January direct, I think. It always is. The January no. direct is always. Last huge. year they had the mini direct, remember? Yeah, but the year before that they revealed the console. That's true. Um, but this year, so last year we did... actually the year before that they revealed the console, and everyone was like, "Oh shit." this might be a flop (laughs) (laughs) so last year 2018 the direct they didn't talk a whole lot because in the first half i should say the first nine months of 2018 nintendo didn't do a whole lot so yeah that's why it wasn't a big direct but again they've got so many games coming out this year this is going to be a massive witcher three (laughs) witcher three (laughs) half-life three um, Bayonetta 3, just all the threes. Luigi's Mansion threes. 3. Year of the threes. Year of the threes. Breath of the Wild 3. I want it. So, there's a lot they're going to talk about. My slight prediction of things they could talk about. This isn't like a, they'll definitely talk about these things. But if the direct does happen, they'll probably talk Luigi's Mansion 3 and give that a release date. If the Prime Trilogy thing is real, that'll probably get a release date. It's got to be revealed. It's got to be gotta revealed. It's got to be real. They're not going to talk about Animal Crossing. But I think they'll talk about Fire Emblem. I think that's when they'll give the Pokemon title. If not, then they'll do it in the um, the the uh, the March direct. Maybe show off Bayonetta three, and then they'll talk Joker release date and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But we're not going to see. Although we might get the title for Pokemon Gen eight, we're not going to see any content from it. That'll come in May. Don't expect Star, um, Star Fox Grand Prix. Don't expect the two D Zelda game I predicted, and don't expect the rumored Breath of the Wild DLC that people are talking about right now. That I didn't even bother to include in the story because there's nothing to discuss. So they won't talk about that either. That's my little two cents on, nice. on all that. I have no idea what they're going to discuss, but that, those all sound great. Cool. 
Great. I would enjoy listening and watching that piece of content. <laughs> would you enjoy listening and playing as either? Hold on, 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 hold on. Whoa! Some people worry about spoilers for Smash Bros. Oh, I just said the names. Okay. I know you did. I'll bleep it. Okay. Um, if you are one of those people who might not want to hear the four upcoming DLC characters for Smash Bros, look in our starting right now. Just stop it. Just stop it. Whatever you're doing, stop it. I'm sorry that I ruined everybody. Um, I'm an asshole. I ruined it. I'm going to bleep it. Don't worry. But look at our time code and then skip forward to the main quest because this is our last Nintendo thing. No, it's not. There's one more thing. Actually, let's do the one more thing first. Okay, let's do the one more thing. Okay. And then we'll Just kidding. Remember when I told you to stop it? Don't stop it yet. (laughs) Don't stop it yet. Someone already skipped it. They're going to miss this very important story about an analyst predicting the Switch Pro and Switch Lite. Great. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now stop it. So so now that we've given you plenty of time to stop it, here are the four <laughs> just things. Glossed over that story completely. Not that important. Might be, I mean, it's something we've already talked. about I know many so times. many times. Like they'll release another hardware at some point. I'm sure. And some analyst finally agrees with me. Surprise. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Chad. So if you are at all interested in who might be. Uh, DLC character based on some leaks and some data mining. Here we go. Are you ready? Erdic from Dragon Quest Eleven might be in there. Ryu from Ninja Gaiden might be one of the characters. The starting character from Minecraft, which traditionally is Steve, but could also be a girl, and it is rumored that there will be a Master Chief skin for that character. Oh. Meaning... Well, obviously, Minecraft is an Xbox or a Microsoft uh, property now, and that will be the way that Master Chief gets into the game. And then, Doom Guy, the Marine from Doom. Um, that one I think is most. No, I guess both Steve from Minecraft and Marine from Doom, because they are um, Western games, which you don't traditionally see as mm-hmm. things included in yep. Smash Bros. But both of those, Minecraft is on Switch, and Doom Eternal is coming to Switch. That's right. That's right. That's right. And, and Doom is on Switch. Boom. And then Dragon Quest Eleven S is coming to Switch this year. That's exactly right. But Ninja Gaiden, nothing Ninja Gaiden's coming to Switch. That's why I think Ryu is the most perplexing um, to me. The Messenger came to Switch last year, which is spiritually Ninja Gaiden. But it's not. So. It's no relation to Team Ninja, does it? No, it doesn't. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying things. Okay. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see um, in this January Direct Ninja I mean, Gaiden Sigma 1 and 2 coming to Switch. Or not even that. Team Ninja made a Metroid game. They make games for – they've made Nintendo oh, that's games. That's right. They made other M, didn't they? Yeah. So like it's I, it's possible they can make a Ninja Gaiden game for Switch. I mean they go have Ninja, go Ninja, Bayonetta go. on Switch. They're not opposed to putting action games on Switch exclusively. Yeah. Heck yeah. But heck I don't think it's going to happen though. Here's a prediction. January Direct, we get a Ninja Gaiden Sigma collection on Switch. I can believe that. One, two, and three. I can believe that. This is just one and two. Is there a third one? There was a Ninja Gaiden 3 that came out that bombed. That's right. That's right. Yes. That is right. right. If you stopped listening, you can listen again now. Hey, what's up, main quest? This is our main quest, the main quest of the show. We're going to be great talking about 2019. What are you buying? Remember that segment we did a while ago that we stopped doing just because we're going to buy everything? (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about, just real quick, about what games we're going to be buying in 2019 based on the parameters of it has to come out in 2019 or have some kind of 2019-ish release date. Yeah. 
So, like, for example, um, Last of Us Part Two probably coming in 2019, but we can't put it on the list because it's unofficial. The other parameter is we can't lie. We can't lie? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on. Uh, looking at uh, – I don't know. Are you looking at the list that's split up by month by chance? No, I just wrote down ten games on a piece of paper. Oh, uh, okay. Well, so, you uh, go ahead and read, like, three games. I'm going to scroll through this Wikipedia article because I was ill-prepared because of all of the Twitter interacting I've been doing today. You're fine. So you're you're busy doing funny. important things. It's okay. We all love you, Still Chat, okay? So important. <laughs> um, I don't. Have, these are not in any particular order at all. Prove it. Prove it. I want th- three random things. Okay, the first three are Resident Evil Two. You can't lie. S- Sekiro and Luigi's Mansion Three. Oh, Sekiro! Can't wait for Sekiro. Is it Sek- is it Sekiro or Sekiro? I'm pretty sure it's Sekiro. Sekiro. Okay. Sekiro. I am Shadows so pumped. Die twice. Because I mean, it's just the guys who made Bloodborne. How could I not be pumped for that? Right, Bloodborne's still the best game on PS4. Still. Also, hashtag story we cut for this week. They're working on two other unannounced games right now. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I hope uh, Bloodborne yes. too. Sekiro, I am so fucking pumped for. And in fact, May. When is that coming? March. March. Yeah. End of March. Maybe we'll do Dark Souls switches like a barf for that one. That might not. So I think that's gonna be a long game to do in one month. We might do that. You're for right, Holden. That's February an idiot thing to say. No, we should do February, March. It's gonna be Dark Souls because I think this game Sekiro comes out like March 22nd. So by that time we should be done with Dark Souls. We can go right from Dark know. Souls to Sekiro. Also, I don't know if I want to go back to back balls to the wall Dark Souls. Oh, why not? That might just that might take it all. I on. also have heard, they've said that Sekiro is harder than Dark Souls and Bloodborne. So great, <laughs> great. Um, so you said Sekiro, Resident Evil 2. Heck yeah, yeah that's going to be on wait. my list too. I just pre-ordered fact, it yesterday, actually. Nice. I was going to pre-order it, and then I didn't. I already did. I'm, I'm ready. It's downloaded. I mean, I'm is it downloaded it. on my PS4 already? I don't know if, it did, if they Probably do not. The... Probably maybe like the icons there, and then it will preload usually within a week of, of okay. release. Okay. Uh, that's going to be – I'm going to tell the world right now. We've uh, started making an initiative where we're going to try to play concurrently – New releases and more frequently. Resident Evil 2 will be the first. Resident Evil 2 will be the first. Unless you're going to get another game that I mentioned on this list. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe? Yeah. Are Is you that the third that? one you talked about? No, but I'm mentioning it right now. I will probably eventually get that game... <laughs> I already bought it. It's already on nice. my Switch. I'm just gonna get I don't think it's something I want to play by myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how quickly I'm going to make friends in California. <laughs> So, <laughs> Chad, you make friends very fast. You always I do. know, I know. I'm just so great. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I'll probably eventually get it if like I have some people over and we want to play something fun. Well, I was thinking like, oh, I don't know if I want to get it or not. I don't know. And I'm like, well, they're offering double gold points, which is kind of cool. But that's not enough to get me to buy it. And then I saw, I'm like, oh wait, it's got the game in it, but it's also got the new Luigi's game in it too. So it's got two that's games right, in there, so I'm like, right, that's right. God damn it, so I just bought it. Two games, double the coins. But also, I can beat Mara that Mallory. before Resident Evil comes out, because it's not going to be a very long game. So I can you beat that easily that. before Resident Evil comes out. So I'm, I'm going to do it. I got it. Yeah, Resident Evil's on the 25th. Yeah. God, I'm so pumped for Resident Evil 2. It's going to be great. Can't wait. It's going to be good. They also mentioned Luigi's Mansion 3. Good, 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 good. Oh, yeah, I will not be getting Luigi's Mansion 3. Did you play any Luigi's Mansion's game? Yeah, I played. Uh, you actually bought me Luigi's Mansion Dark. That's right, Dark Moon. Dark. Of the... I got like maybe halfway through that one on mm-hmm. 3ds. Yeah, great game. Uh, yeah, I had fun with it. It was just like I think I I think I just abandoned my 3ds. Yeah, and never never finished it. Mm-hmm. 
Shame. Um, <clears throat> shame. 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 I'm also rewatching Ga- Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. And realized I forgot almost everything from season one. I'm like, man, Sansa's a fucking bitch the whole time, isn't she? <laughs> I fucking hate her. I need to go back and rewatch that. I just saw an article today that got me so pumped. It said the, eight, this, the president of HBO has now seen all six episodes of the final season two times. And he said he was in awe. He says each time he'd watch an episode, just be like, this is a movie. Like each episode just feels like a movie. <laughs> this is a movie. That's fairly like literally that. That was the quote. This is a movie. <laughs> that was oh the my quote. God. The, yeah. Oh, I can't fucking wait. I'm so excited. That I'll say that right now. That ending is going to be one of the most polarizing endings of a TV show ever. Because there's just oh, no yeah. way they can end that in a way that's happy for everybody. When you have that many characters, that many plot threads. Oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Very, very fast side note. The best TV show ending of all time is The Leftovers. Is it? Yes. Better than Breaking Bad? I think so. Better than 30 yeah. Rock. That had a really good ending. Oh, 30 Rock made me cry like crazy, it but did. also I cried all over The Leftovers. Have you ever watched The Leftovers? I watched the first few episodes, and I'm like, this is really good, and I'll never watch it again. <laughs> I don't oh, know why. dude. No. First of all, watch season one. It's really good. Yeah. Season two is a fucking masterpiece. The best series of television, or season of television ever created. Okay. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Anyway, also coming out in February is... I can't lie, so I can't just pick a random game on here. Uh, Anthem. I will probably get Anthem. Liar. Nope. No, that you're right. That I'm, it's coming out. I, I'm sorry. I'm I lied. Ah, oh, damn it. I'm fired. Yep, you're fired. You're dead. Uh, here's the thing I'm going to do with Anthem. Just like I do with Destiny 2, I'm going to play it nonstop for like a week, week and a half. I'll beat the campaign. You're going to say it's the best game ever, game. and you're going to say, this is the regular multiplayer game I'm going to be playing all the time. You're going to say that. <laughs> I'm going to buy Overwatch, and I'm going to play Overwatch all the time. <laughs> Literally zero minutes of Overwatch played. <laughs> oh, it's just funny because that's how gamers are. <laughs> it's just yep. like what gamers do. <laughs> I told myself the same thing about Mario Kart last night. I was playing Mario Kart last night, and I'm like, this is so much fun. I'm going to play again all the time. And today I'm like, I don't feel like playing Mario Kart. No, nah, <laughs> so I, I don't think I'll ever pick that up again. Uh, another one that I am very, very pumped about. I'm saying this to build it up as I search for a game. Oh, Days Gone in April. April 26th now. It used to be the 22nd of February. But um, as you might have heard on our predictions episode, I think this game – right now I'm not sold on it or convinced – but I think this game will be the sleeper hit, uh, like the biggest surprise in 2019, similar to what uh, God of War was in 2018. Possibly, we'll Tell see. Me another game. Tell me another game. Um, Pokemon, of course. Pokemon. Yeah, I'm going to get the shit I'm out of that. I'm just really excited to see how they changed it. It's been probably the most consistently, most consistent in its mechanics of any franchise I'm aware of. It just feels like it hasn't changed. They've added fluff but in, around in it. But in Sun and Moon, there were only four leaders, and there were islands, <laughs> and you could ride a Tauros. Yay. And there were Alolan forms of Rattata. So I'm curious what they do. I'm also excited about Animal Crossing. I want to play Animal Crossing on a Switch. Animal Crossing. But I don't... I, I can't. I can't get into I, that. I can never see you playing. I think you would rather eat glass than play Animal Crossing. <laughs> Dude, glass is good. <laughs> you ever had that, like, rock candy on a stick? That's glass. No, but that does make me think. That does make me realize. I did watch that. Whoop! Just hit the microphone. I did watch that Darren Brown guy I was telling you about, and he makes someone. Oh eat, yeah. He makes someone eat glass on stage. I don't know. You told me about that, yeah, but I never crazy. watched it. It's it's awesome. You should check him out. I'm gonna watch it, and I'm not gonna lie about it. Control, <laughs> Control from Remedy coming out to PS4 and Xbox One. I'm pumped and super curious about this game. Uh, oh yeah. 
And here's the thing. Here's the thing. What's the thing, Chad? I'm not. I'm not going to buy dreams. Of course, you're not going to buy dreams. Why would you buy dreams? But I am going to put myself in the beta for the creator tools and see what it's like. Just so I can get some impressions. I'm going to do that tonight. Dreams is going to be a big disappointment. Otherwise, they would it's have been shutting it off. It's going to be the biggest disappointment. Listen to our predictions episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'll give you one more, and then you give me Gears Five. Here's why you know I'm going to play Gears Five this this year because mm-hmm. it's going to be on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, and I can just drop nine ninety nine for a month. Play Gears Five. Here's how you know I'm lying because I said the same thing about Gears of War Judgment and Gears of War Four and Gears of War Three. And I had Game Pass for months, and I never played them. So but this, those are old. I games. also said this the same thing about game. Sea of Thieves. I said when Th- Sea of Thieves, you know how they're going to get me to play it? Just because I already have Game Pass. Fucking had it, never played it. Why didn't play it though? Because the reviews were so bad. Yeah. Had it said it was a fun game or even mediocre, <laughs> you would have played it. Yeah. Probably. I have four games left. How many games do you have? Uh, I've got as many as I can find as I scroll through this list. Just keep so going. Let's then. talk about a couple. All right, I'll keep going. Here's one I'm not gonna get. Uh, here's what I, I actually probably Why would you will say get. You're not gonna get. I probably will get this one. Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: The Black Order on Switch. Eh. Yeah, I know you're about eh. it because you hate superheroes and good things. I hate good things. You're right. I hate good things. But yes, looking at it at the Game Awards, I thought it looked like a mobile game. Meh. But I trust Marvel games now after playing Spider Man. I trust the fact that Nintendo's putting money into it and making it Switch exclusive. Like, I, I've i got some trust in there. Hopefully we'll see some good things coming up out of it. Here's what I won't play. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Why are you mentioning it if you're not going to play it? Because I haven't found something that I will play on this list yet, and I had to <laughs> fill the silence because you're not talking. Oh, here's one I'm going to pre-order play day one, The Surge Two. Oh, I forgot about the surge. 2. I cannot fucking wait for the surge two. I'm adding the surge. If you've two been a listener list. for a while, we played the surge as our backlog accomplishment with research. Well, well friends, rephrase Bart. that. You finished the surge. I played. I played it. the surge. No, you finished Holden, the surge. I played it. You finished. I played it. No, I played it. I played a lot of that game. Uh, that game was fucking kick ass. It's it's sci fi Dark Souls, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait. That for was good. Dark Souls. But it, was, it was a good game. I have not played Dark Souls. I played Dark Souls 3. Well, that's what I meant. Just the franchise. Your franchise. Not even close to Bloodborne. Not even close to Bloodborne, though. And then finally, Wolfenstein Youngblood. I hope that you're caught up by the time this comes out because it is a multiplayer co-op game. I mean, you I can just make it. Wolfenstein a, a barf game if you want me to play it that badly. Hold in. Hold in. The problem is I want Wolfenstein 2 to be the barf game because okay. that's the best one. Okay. Then just, Which means you have to play one on your own. Let's just play that one then. No, you have to play one, Holden. Oh. Hi, like a shiza. All right, so that's it. That's my whole list. What are you playing? Okay, I got four more. Metro okay. Exodus. Can't wait for that one. Me too. I noticed... No, no you, why are you excited <laughs> for this game? No, I am, like, genuinely no. curious about this game. No, you're not. Why do I? Because you played Metro 2033. You said this game was dumb baby game for babies. And I did not say suddenly, dumb baby game for babies. I said it's a bad game. You said it's a bad game. <laughs> and suddenly you're excited about bad this game one. Design, even though... Bad audio, bad acting. Oh, man. But you still are excited about this one, even though it's probably going to have and you all know what those I did? same issues. I finished that game. You did. You did. I played that game, a bad game, to the end and finished it. You did. You did. And it was amazing, too, because it was more than three minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> if you know me, well, really, I just, just you and Daniel Regera know this about me. Regera. Re- Regera. Daniel, who's from Tequila. <laughs> 
they try to get me to watch YouTube videos. I'm not a YouTube kid. I'm, I love YouTube. I don't watch anything more than three minutes long. And they're like, oh, my God, you should watch this quick thing that's so amazing. It's 28 minutes long. Like, well, no, I'm not going to fucking sit and look at this guy with a purple light behind him talk about Switch cartridges. No, you're supposed to, like, listen to it while you're playing something else. You don't sit no, there and see, watch the, the guy talking to you. you I went over to Daniel's house. You don't house. stare into his eyes as he's talking to you. <laughs> I went to Daniel's apartment. Yeah. I walk in the door, and he's watching one of these videos while eating eggplant parmesan. Well, he was eating. I'll do that, and, too. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I then texted him and was like, no, okay, I totally get it. YouTube is to you as, like, Netflix is to me. Like, I yeah. watch The Office on the background while I'm cleaning or folding laundry or something like that. And he's like, no, this is not passive watching. He actively watches these things. He sits down to watch these things. For me, it depends on it. Depends. So, like, there's a great series called Game Maker's Toolkit by a guy named Mark Brown on YouTube. I will sit down and watch those as he His di- name is Mark Brown on YouTube? Yeah. No, his Brown name on is YouTube? Mark Brown. Is his last name? Shut up. And you know what I meant. And he'll just break down. He has a, he has a series called Boss Keys, and it, oh, Boss Key, like Boss Key books? No, Boss Key games. And he just breaks down Zelda dungeons and the structure of Zelda dungeons and oh. how they work. Or he'll do like a Metro, he did Super Metroid and how the map of Super Metroid works and how certain abilities unlock the world and how the game opens itself up to you over time. He just analyzes and dissects it. Really, really cool stuff. Um, I love that kind of stuff. I'll I'll watch video essays on that kind of stuff. Um, but then like if I um, I might listen to some news as well. And I'll just kind of put that in the background. If it's just like a commentary on like a news story, I'll just like put it in the background and do something else. Yeah. But even then, I stop nice. actually listening to news as much. Mostly do video essays now. Hey, what else are you watching or going to play in 2019? Oh, uh, Rage 2. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Rage yeah. 2. I, I always wanted to play the first Rage game. Um, I didn't. And I didn't play it. Yeah. And I, I want to play this one. It looks It looks like a really, really good game. Yeah, this looks like this looks like my Borderlands three that I want, like Borderlands mm-hmm. three plus Max Payne. Um, out the Outer Worlds was that that was the Obsidian that was the Obsidian RPG and that oh, was the Game Awards. Yes. Looks great. It doesn't look necessarily like a totally original RPG. It looks like Fallout basically, right? But I'm fine with this that. Is the Fallout seventy six that people want. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I think this game looks awesome. I want to go to that world. It looks like it's going to be fun and has quirky characters in it. It's also not based off of anything, so it's not like I had this preconception of what i will experience when i go into the game yeah so i'm excited for that it's gonna be cool and then the last game is a game i think i said i was excited for last year but it got delayed and i don't even think it's officially announced as coming it is officially announced coming this year i called war groove and this is... i read that on that list and i thought oh warframe is coming out again but no wait what is war groove war groove is an indie game it's basically um, like a Advance Wars Fire Emblem style game that looks like the Game Boy games. And okay. it's just a strategy game. And apparently has a lot of content in it. I love the art style to it. I want it. I want it. I want it. And I want it. What's the um, uh, No Man's Sky, like the duo? That, the Last that Campfire. Team? Last Campfire. Is that coming out this year? Did they give official release date for that? I don't think they did. I don't know. I, I will put that on my list be. if they did if they did put a, a twenty on release it on that because I want to play that game. That game looks really good. Yeah, me too. And Blue oh. Firewatch and um, crap. What was the that? Azul, the uh, uh, Abzu people. Yeah, the Paths or something like that. Paths of Exile. No, the, the, the game is called game. the Paths or something like that. What is it called? <sighs> Look it up, Chad. I don't want I'm to. I'm looking it up, and we can figure it out. I'm doing everything for you. That's the Rocket Summer. They were my jam in college. Well, he, it's one guy, makes all the music. 
What did you find out, Chad? What did you find out? Sorry, I had to stop typing to talk to you about the Rocket Summer. <laughs> um, Giant Squid Studios, new game. It's like the Pathfinder. Giant Squid Studios, new game. It's like Pathfinder. No, it's not Pathfinder. It's like the Pathfinder. That sounds like that. really right. The Pathfinder? Pathfinder. It's not Pathfinder. It's Path something. Or just the Path. Or Paths or... The passage or something. It's the passage. The pathless. The pathless. The opposite of having a path. That's right. You were literally as wrong as you could be. No, I said the word path is in there. But pathless has an entirely different meaning. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Technicality. I'm writing it down. I want to play that game. Did you say 2019? Technicality perfect. Uh, Oh, I didn't even look at the date. Let's see. Pathless. It doesn't have a date. And is that going to be coming to the Mad Box? <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Giant Squid, man. Cool logo. Is it a giant squid? Yeah. Holy shit. Whoa, I knew it. Are you reading my mind? Are you looking at my phone through my eyes? No, I just, it's like I have a psychic connection. I just knew that the giant squid logo was a giant squid. Are you super duper serial? Um, I also think you should watch this season of South Park because I think you would really enjoy it. No. Anyway. I won't. Is that it? That's the that's the end of our uh, main quest, right? That's all your games that you're buying? Yeah, that's a lot of them actually. Hey, everyone tweeted us the game, the number one game that you're buying in 2019. And then also do a, a gif of um, a bumblebee with it. <laughs> I don't know why. Just do it. Just do it. That wraps up our main quest and brings us into our end game where we reach out and talk to our community in a variety of different ways. Um, as you know, last week we gave our participation award to Dane Deasy, owner of Dane Deasy's Balls, <laughs> person who's now playing Into the Breach on the GG app. Also follow us on there because I would love to follow more of you as well. Yeah, I'm going to go there. Um, I didn't know Dane Deasy was on that. Yeah, dude. Check, 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 check it out. The library. Um, if you guys want to kind of be playing along with us get 20 bucks to any gaming service of your choice at the end of the month once a week you can review us on itunes send us a screenshot of it because it doesn't notify us and we don't know who the hell you are um review us also refer a friend man i am having the fartiest of brains right now refer a friend to us have them tweet at us be like hey so-and-so referred me to you blah 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 i'm like great this is great you guys both get an entry or just interact with us on twitter there's gonna be a lot of twitter interaction over the next like week or so so a lot of competition going on Anyway, that's something you can do right now to try to get 20 bucks at the end of the month. And then something else, uh, Barf of the Month this month. We forgot to talk about this last week. Our Barf yes. this month, Backlog Accomplishment with Respawn and Friends, where we play classic games or games that we've missed, is Zelda A Link to the Past. Because I've never played that game. And Holden threw up in his mouth when he heard that. Yeah, I was really upset with you. So, play that. I'm going to play it on the SNES Classic, I think. You're going to play it up I'm, your butt? I'm playing the SNES Classic as well. Which might be up your butt? It's not. Uh, there's a ton of different ways. You guys can play it on 3DS. You can play it on a it's refrigerator. also a very, very quick game. I'm already... Well, I looked, up, I looked up the how long to beat, and it's like anywhere between 11 and 16 hours, or 50 hours. So Or 50? I don't know. Maybe I'm confusing that with anything else. No, yeah. Um, I think I think so that the extras is only like an extra three hours to get everything. Maybe. Yeah, it wasn't that sounds right. I looked up something that was like 50 hours. But I just know everything about that game. I, I'm realizing because I made it to the first dungeon with like 
eight items and five heart containers already. That means nothing to me because I don't know that game. You do know that game. Your game. Actually, you do know oh, that game because you played a link between worlds. So you do know that world pretty well, actually. Oh, zing. That's right. Now I know exactly where the fucking Zoras live. Yep. Okay. Actually, you don't. <laughs> Shit on my dick. Okay. <coughs> Stop coughing. Tell me so I can pour the water. I'm out of water anyway. Here's the last part. No, sorry. We got two more parts left. We're in game on game <laughs> show job. and then hashtag thank you for create. Thanks for creating. Game on game show where we do a game on our game show and a game on is the name of the game show on our gaming show. And this is video game. Would you rather? The way I just said that right now, I wanted to say this is Survivor. <laughs> Um, I think I'm going to introduce the podcast next time I introduce it that way. Be like, this is Respawn Aim Fire. <laughs> and we have Jeff Probst and everything. And at the end of the episode, one of us gets voted off. And then the next episode is really boring because it's just one of us talking. Yeah. <laughs> that's what happens. Nice. Yeah. Actually, the one after that will have a guest on. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So it will be two of us talking and you won't be here <laughs> because I'm voting you off and I have seniority. <laughs> Here's the thing. We take five would you rathers that I create with my crazy ass mind and they are all somehow video game related. We're going to start pretty tame and then we'll get kind of crazy. We won't get super crazy this week. You we'll say that, crazy. but then they always get ridiculous for you. Kind of crazy is like going to the moon or something. Like it's kind of crazy. We went to the moon. We did a would you was... rather about going to the moon? And I said, I would not do that because you will die very quickly. Mm-hmm. All right. What's, what's this first tame? Would you rather? number one, a tame one. Would you rather be the realtor for Bowser's Castle or the mechanic for all the Mario Karts? You know, actually, I will be the realtor for Bowser's Castle because he has a lot of castles and that's a lot of money because he's always moving around. You're right, but he also has a lot of lava in these castles. And that's not going to be great for kids or pets. It's not, but but won't though? In In the area it's in, lava's good. People like lava in that location. I don't know if anyone likes lava in their home. No, and in this world, Bowser likes it. He's an evil king guy. Other evil kings like lava around the castle. It's like a moat. It's it's a safety thing. It's security. Okay. Okay. How many clients do you think you're ever going to have that are, like, trying to find something with a lava moat? Uh, Darth Vader, he need, he has a lava moat around his castle. He's going to be looking for that when he's looking for the, his next castle. I mean, how many video game levels are there that have lava in it? And there's Darth a boss Vader's at the dead. end of that level? Well, in the future, in a galaxy far, far away. Because... Actually, it was a long time ago, but whatever. Shut <laughs> 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 um, How many bosses of there are there? How many bosses... Of lava levels are there. Those are all customers. Those are all potential customers. They're all dead now, too. No, they're not. Because you beat them at the end of the game. No, I suck at video games. I didn't beat any of them because they wanted <laughs> to sell them a house. So here's my 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 uh, rationalization here. It's going to be tough to sell Bowser's Castle. No, it won't. And you don't get paid unless you sell that castle. But as a mechanic for Mario Karts, you've got job security. People are throwing shells left and right. You got bombs, you got oil slicks. You're going to have work but for the rest of your here's life. Here's the thing, but I think you're looking at this the wrong way. How many times does Mario defeat Bowser or Bowser's castle versus how many times does a Mario Kart get hit by something? It's a lot yeah. of work. I don't have to work as much. And when I sell one of those Bowser's castles, I make a lot of money. Do you, though? I do, yes. Bowser's a turtle. <laughs> you think he has a lot of money? <laughs> <laughs> he's a king turtle chad he's a, a turtle with a crown he's a turtle with a crown 
well, I'm you're, fixing you're go karts for you're people. You're fixing Bowser's cart, so you have the same problem. <laughs> I don't get much money from him, but the money I get from Princess Peach, who is royalty, mm-hmm. offsets it. Or, but why not though? Sometimes Bowser's castle has been Peach's castle. You true. So you I too, I sold it from Peach to Bowser, basically. I well, made I'm tons of money that- there. I'm glad that we both can have a job in this universe because we won't take each other's. Yes. Speaking of jobs, would you rather Division be a of chef? labor at its finest. <laughs> yes. Would you rather be a chef in a real-life overcooked kitchen or be a chef in the fallout wastelands? Oh, I'd much rather be working with real food and not, like, radiated food. So right. I'll be an right. overcooked. But also, your kitchen is fucking haunted sometimes, on fire, but the- between two boats. You born with though, but it's like after that, like three minutes of a work day, it's done. Whereas like Fallout, you think, that's it? You think three minutes of the work day and people don't want food anymore? Well, that's how it is in Overcooked, so yeah. But it's a real life Overcooked kitchen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Again, it's still an Overcooked kitchen. It's three minutes. That's like part Ichuka. of it. It's Ichuka. like a fifties diner. It's like it's it's not the fifties anymore. Why are we all in you know rollerblades <laughs> getting everywhere? I think you're right though. Also, like. <laughs> Fallout Wasteland means you got to live in the Fallout Wasteland too. Yeah, which sucks, but also so. like, oh no, like uh, for that, let's just say it's three minutes of cooking and I made radiated food. The radiation's not going to last three minutes. I'm dead. Yeah. So also, Nuka Cola tastes gross. <laughs> <clears throat> Here you go. But the quantum version is really good. The last like kind of sane one before we talk about the other ones. Okay. They're not insane, but we'll talk. Here we go. Would you rather have Cortana read your news in the morning as you're getting ready for the day? Or would you rather have Navi silently point out what you need to do and where your shit is hiding every day? They're both good, but which one would you rather have? I kind of want Navi to be around just for, like, nostalgia reasons. She's not, she said silently. She's not talking to me. Yes. She's, I mean, she, she might say, like, hey. She might say, like, hey, to get my attention. But, like, no. no won't have that? Then no, perfect. she's silent. There's no, hey. Listen. There's none of that. Okay. Then that sounds Watch great. Watch out. I'll be but like, if I'm like, just like, oh man, where's my phone? And she'll just like hover around something. She's kind of, so it's, instead of Navi, it's Tattle. Tattle's the one from Majora's Mask, right? Tal. I think it's T-A-T-L. This is Tal. All right. I would do, I'm looking this up while we're doing it. <laughs> uh, I would definitely do uh, Cortana because first of all, you get to fall in love with her because that's what Master Chief does. Oh, okay. Um, and also just like, maybe I get lonely and I want someone to talk so to. So I actually got kind of confused with Cortana then because I actually, I know that Cortana, the Microsoft Assistant, is based off of Cortana from the Halo games. But I thought first that Cortana was going to read me the news. I'm like, well, Cortana already does that on Microsoft products. Okay. There are two fairies in Majora's Mask. One is called Tal, T-A-E-L. One is Tattle, T-A-T-L. Mm-hmm. But your fairy is Tal. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Who Boom. the fuck knew? I did. Wait, wait, I, who, I knew. Who's Tattles on? Is that is that Tattles is Skull, is Skull Kids? Yeah, it's Skull Kids. Very. I'm the only one here that's beat that game. Why don't I know this? Because I'm a much bigger Zelda fan. And I hundred percented it too. I got all the masks. Fierce Deity Link. Anyway, you know here we I'm go. I'm making that a game resolution. I'm gonna beat Majora's Mask this year. I really I'm need to play you. that game. I own I'm it. There's no reason for me not to play that game. You own the Majora's Mask 3DS. I do. I haven't beaten the game. That did not come with the game. <laughs> yeah, I bought the game separately. All right. Number four. Would you rather eat whatever's in Yoshi's eggs or eat whatever's in Kirby's poop? 
I mean, eggs are usually one. edible anyway, so I'll just take the egg. <laughs> it's like, I'm just like, worse. I'm so... I, we've had this discussion before. Well, what the fuck is in Yoshi's eggs? We have had this discussion, yes. Very offensive discussions about Yoshi's eggs. eggs. That's right. If it's small, small young Yoshi's waiting to hatch, and he's just throwing them at walls and mm-hmm. bees and shit. He's a horrible person. And then Kirby literally just eats everything. Yeah, and poops it out. Can't even imagine what his poop would be like. But I think you're right. Usually eggs have something edible in them. Yeah. I would do that over, mm-hmm. like, you know how like, sharks eat nails and barrels and shit? Like, maybe this piece of poop will be edible. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And finally, our last would you rather is, would you rather play a simple platformer like Kirby, but the character has kidney stones and is often slow and in debilitating pain? Or play a simple shooter like Galaga, but the pilot has narcolepsy and will occasionally fall asleep for short periods of time. That one. Kidney stones terrify me. Terrify me. I hate kidney stones. Well, you don't have kidney stones. The character does. But I, thinking about it mm, makes me – I'm literally uncomfortable right now because you mentioned <laughs> kidney stones. Do you ever remember Jeremy? Yeah. He used to get kidney stones yeah. often and he'd tell me and I'd be like, I, I can't listen. I just, just stop telling me about them. I can't do it. I can't listen uh, to your story about kidney stones. Just the thought of peeing out something short. Ugh. Ouchies. No. Drink water. I'm literally clenching my hands right now. (laughs) (laughs) I hate hate kidney stones. I hate thinking about them. I don't like them. No. I feel like kidney stones, you would have the, uh, like, you would have better chance of completing the level or the game than if you're, like, playing Galaga and then your ship just No, because I just killed myself. (laughs) (laughs) I have no chance of completing the level. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll play Kirby. You play Galaga. I just, I just want to imagine now Kirby just like crawling on the floor with kidney stones yeah. in pain, like scooting across the level, like ah. And I'm just like Kirby, I can't handle it, <laughs> so I just leave. <laughs> You're on your own, Kirby. You should go Perfect. see a doctor. Good luck. All right, that wraps up video game. Would you rather and game on game show? So our final segment is one that we've been doing for a couple of weeks now that we are continuing, of course, tonight called Hashtag Thanks for Creating. And this is where we spread some positivity in this gaming industry. We've done Game Developers of 2018. We've done uh, Actors, Super Change Your Favorite Gaming Character. This week, we're going to do Spread Some Love, Tweet Something Nice at someone who made the soundtracks, a composer who made the soundtrack or a certain song from a game that you love. Hmm. So, that's your job. Tag it with hashtag thanks for creating so that we can follow and see all the love. All the love. And um, I believe that wraps us up for this week kind of early based on the last few months of episodes. This is still a long episode for us, I'd say. It is kind of long, but we've been pushing two hours for the last few. All right. Until next time, here is our usual sign-off. Kirby's got stones, yo. Okay, can we stop recording yet? Are we done?